Welcome to another episode of TSP episode 157. This week we are joined by the wonderful Monica Guzman as we discuss her inspirational and motivational story with her battle with hip dysplasia. We discuss the hurdles that she has gone through already, upcoming surgeries and the long road to recovery ahead, her goals of getting back into powerlifting, and her very own business, Bad Bones Athletics, that was inspired by it all. Bobby comes this close to getting his entire identity stolen. We go around the mill with the introduction of a newborn between Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Love him or hate him, he's now your WWE US champion. And I know times are tough, but is it really this tough stealing condiments from fast food restaurants? And we wrap it all up with the D-Lo lock of the week. This week is a two-pick parlay you will not want to miss. All this and more on another loaded episode of TSP. If you haven't already, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. It only takes two seconds and it helps us out immensely with the algorithms getting out to new listeners and viewers alike. So if you have, thank you so much. If you haven't, what are you doing? Enjoy the show. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned, you are now tuned in to the TSP, got the game in our hand like a PSP, Bob Dylan Joe, one hell of a show, all the mother podcasts, let it go, that shit that y'all recording, born, got a snore, TSP hitting like T early in the morning, been doing all things since 2019, pay respect, bow down, baby, kiss the ring, Yes, sir. TSP episode 157. I'm your host, Bobby Hall. And with me, as always, we got the young boy, D-Lo. And we got the old boy, Joe the Greek. What's up, my boys? <laughs> Man, you call me old boy. Ancient. <laughs> Whoa, that's worse than what I said. <laughs> Dylan's, on, Dylan's so young, he's only voted one election. Um. Ooh. You know, at least I exercise my right. You know, some people. See, you didn't. They still it's bitch. one time. No, I don't want to hear that. Can't it. be true. How old are you? No, I. I'm 28, so I voted in at least three. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm just. I'm, I'm in prime, baby. Don't be jelly. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> you have two children. You are aging quicker than I am. I promise. I probably have more gray than you do. That's for sure. Yeah, I've got like four hairs. <laughs> and I got them chopped off. I get like two on the side each. I got like four colors in my beard. It's devastating. Plus, Joe is sort of the color gray, so it would probably just blend in anyway. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Ghoul. <laughs> I guess. I guess we throw out. Uh, I mean, I'm not even trying to get into this color debate. I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, because I mean, Malcolm, he's already looks like he's pissed at you, so. <laughs> Looks like he took the last piece of brisket. He didn't need it. 
I wonder what kind of brisket he would make his body. It'd be very fatty. Not that good. How long would it take to render down four days? Got this 58 and a half hour brisket. (laughs) Two bags. Anyways, what have you guys been doing? I don't want to keep talking about cannibalizing a large bag. It's been a hell of a week for you, boy, as you guys know. Uh, you guys are actually the only ones besides my family that know what happened to me Tuesday night. Um, early, well, I guess maybe Monday night when I went to bed. I don't know when exactly it happened, but Tuesday morning. Like clockwork, and this is what happens when you're in the 30s. I could be alone on this, Joe, but uh, like clockwork, every morning around like fucking 2 o'clock in the morning, I got to wake up and I got to take a piss. It's like one thirty, two o'clock every night. I get up and do that, and I don't like fucking turn on the hallway lights and shit and i don't want to you know wake up the kids or or, or tour or anything like that so i'll just use my phone flashlight to navigate you know one-eyed in the middle of the night to the bathroom and most of the time piss right in the toilet um jesus <laughs> you know how that goes but um <laughs> I, I but when i reached for my phone i had a bunch of notifications from like my email and, and i'm like this is kind of weird so i opened Open up the email app, and um, one of the things I see is from one of the uh, companies I have a credit card through saying, thank you for applying for such and such unlimited credit card. And I didn't think much of the <laughs> time because sometimes I'll get these random emails saying like, hey, this is Netflix. We couldn't get your payment or some shit. Click this link and change your shit. It's one of those phishing emails they, they call or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's where you click the link and then you're all fucked and shit. So I'm thinking that's the other case because... I haven't applied for shit, but then I I'm also set up on credit karma. I don't know if you guys are, but I just, I have yeah. that shit to kind of keep tabs on. I think a lot of people do and credit karma and two of the like TransUnion And I think Experian was the other one Um, saying, Hey, you just got hit with a hard inquiry on your account. You might want to take a look at this. And I, I did. And it showed exactly that. Yeah. Boom. Uh, such and such unlimited, whatever the fuck. Um, you got hit with an Did you get approved? those things. Uh, it said we would take a look <laughs> at it and let you know. So I'm guessing no. when I have applied for a credit card in the past, it's usually like an instantaneous thing. Like you've been approved for this amount. Congratulations. I wonder what they're I'm going for. Like, like that a black bitch was, card? It said, unli- it said unlimited. So <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing some shit that I was not nearly you know, <laughs> qualified for. I mean, I got a pretty high credit score, but um, you know, that, that yearly, uh, you know, salary, whatever. I definitely ain't clearing out no fucking unlimited shit. So Jesus Christ, it was applied, man, man. and that's like the minute I start fucking freaking out because there's not really shit you can do because all these customer service numbers they run on fucking regular time. I was like, you know, either eight or nine o'clock in the morning. They had to wait until. So I'm worried, wondering, you know, you know what the fuck should I do? Like, how did this happen? Um, you know, what's gonna happen next? Because two weeks ago. Joe, I mean, sort of the same thing. Somebody fucking, you know, hacked into your shit, and they were able to, you know, spend money on jerseys or whatever the fuck. So I'm like, yeah, what a dumb shit they bought. Um, if uh, this falls into the to the wrong hands or whatever, uh, I'm fucked. At least initially. So uh, I basically I text my my boss pretty much because they usually get there at work about. 245 three o'clock somewhere around that time because that's when our commercial guys start so i knew somebody would be there and i just i even sent him a screenshot like i just want to you know i'm not bullshitting like this is what the fuck i'm dealing with 
I don't know how long it's going to take. I'm going to have to call four or five different places, you know, minimum to, to get this shit squared away. So it's like, I'm going to have to fuck call off. And they, they were uh, understanding and stuff. So, and even if they weren't, I wouldn't have gave a shit like that. You know, my <laughs> personal stuff comes before that sometimes. But, um, so, uh, I was obviously, I, I basically just kind of laid around and did my research and shit, trying to figure out the best course of action. And they were saying like, the first thing you should do is, call like you know those credit bureaus and and put a freeze on your credit account so that no one can try to open you know another credit card or try to apply for a loan or any of that shit so i got all those you know froze and then when time finally came i I called the customer's uh service uh, of my credit card company and um uh, you know of course it's it's got to be uh offshore you know stuff so trying to understand each other um is quite a task, but we, we got it done. They were able to cancel that application and then they put a whole uh, identity theft thing in there. And then I had to file a thing with um, like this government, you know, identity theft.gov thing. And I still got to wait for some stuff on that. And then uh, the credit card company sent me some shit saying they, uh, I have to send uh, like a written letter with proof that I, I filed this, um, identity theft thing with that site and a couple other things and then they can kind of show me the application and maybe you can kind of put the you know two and two together and on how and where and why this this all happened so um i was able to get it canceled but i still to this day don't know how my information got out there whether it was through them if they got breached or somebody else um well didn't experience uh, get hacked a couple like years back did they? I, I don't know. Yeah, I thought they did. I'm gonna look that up. I could be. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. So, um, it's relief that uh, we got that part of it good to go. But this person out there, they, they've got my info. I don't know where the fuck they're at, who they are. Uh, fortunately, you know, I, I don't think they can do too much damage because they're not gonna be able to apply for anything, you know, monetarily. So, but it's still not obviously not comfortable having your fucking identity in some dickhead hackers hands you know and uh, do you think it would have been easier to fake your own death than apply for all these stops on your credit yeah <laughs> it sounds like how because you have to because nowadays there's there's three at least three that i know there's probably more three credit of the main credit bureaus you have to call each one of those guys yeah on top of your your credit card company and then all this other shit so um, it probably would have just been easier to like definitely fake your own death, bro. <laughs> Way quicker. Uh and of been, course, I mean, you know, you're on the fucking phone with with your company for you know forever, and that's kind of two fucking days, man. These. And I'm calling like basically the second they even fucking open the doors up, and I'm still like all our agents are serve you know, serving other customers. I'm like, good God. Yeah, remember they're at work though, too. They're like, oh, this dickhead's calling already. I didn't even drink my coffee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? Get your fucking coffee and let's get it rolling, man. I got like, urgent fucking needs here. Well, I got my life falling making apart. Up some story, like I, I was gonna pay my credit card payment this month, but I lost my wallet. <laughs> like I'm coming with some real, real deal issues here. Oh, but, okay. uh, in 2015, they got a. Uh, where's my cat? <laughs> Just tail goes by. Show up. 2015. I don't even know if I was. Yeah. 
I need any of them fucking shits yet. So yeah, well, you probably were somewhere. You had a car loan, didn't you? Yeah. You had a credit score. Yeah, I mean, it could be from fucking anywhere, but and that's the thing that sucks is I just don't have any any answer on where that's at, and I have to I have to write it, and I get why you kind of have to do it because obviously somebody was able to just hop online and apply on my behalf for you know a credit card, so it's wild. So yeah, that's kind of how my week started, and uh, yeah, man, it's been uh, not not too smooth sailing, but it's been better. Gotten better. Oh, it's been a blur. An absolute blur. Just work and yeah. sleep. Yeah. Ranch you running running far or something? Oh, yeah. Chicago. Ran Chicago all week. And uh actually saw an old uh a Toledo guy. He stopped me on the dock. He's like, What the hell are you doing here? Who was it, Mike? No, it was Larry. I know oh. line hall, so he he doesn't anymore. He just quit on like yep, Tuesday. He said it was his last day. Like, well, good for you, man. Cowboy Larry? Cowboy yeah. Cowboy Larry. Damn. He just quit no notice, just said, fuck this job. He didn't give a notice? <laughs> no, that motherfucker just left. Uh, that shit was all predetermined because he was talking to me like it was set in stone. He already had something lined up after. And... He was saying that the entire time I knew him, though. That's hilarious. He's, oh, I'm quitting. Yeah, I'm going to he... go make barbecue or sell feet pics or whatever fucking shit he was talking about. I wasn't listening. That's was nice question. Is he, he getting into the barbecue game? Yeah. It's about the, about that annihilated cat on um, live video. It's pretty normal for you people, isn't it? Great content. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was... Man, yeah, you need to hear my racial slur, god damn it. Yeah, it's probably for the best. The only thing <laughs> I don't like about it is, like, we're in the business of the more money you make, the less time you have... Literally, what I've been doing is just, you know, work, sleep, repeat, work, sleep, repeat all day. I, I haven't been able to go to the gym. I miss the gym, um, even though I'm not in the JUI days of my life anymore, um, working out two hours a day every day. But I, I definitely like getting a sweat in, a pump in. It's therapeutic. Get back me. on a cycle, man. Then you can just do kind of minimal shit and I walk got, back up. Got, can't do needles, though. Can't do needles. Got to be oral. <laughs> You can just do the drops <laughs> under the tongue. Yep. Let's yep, yep, yep. tongue. Anavar, baby, what's up? Yep, that's where it's at, baby. J U iced out, but no, that's real shit, right? You're there. there doing dips on the steps on your truck and shit. <laughs> I was walking in. I was walking into the gym on my fist. <laughs> <laughs> what? Fucking Like, ah, yeah, he's a black card member. Yep. <laughs> he pays the 20 bucks a month he gets free I tanning it. i do now i do now unfortunately planet fitness caught up to my shenanigans i told you about that i don't know if i did on the pot or not but i want my hydro fitness, massage dude. now <laughs> i want the total body enhancement <laughs> i forgot that's what it was called i don't even know what that does it just has pink uav lights but <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't do shit Good for your complexion. Yeah, you what you got to do, man. But now, especially tonight, I think is when we we roll. Is it back? Back. We get a yeah. free fall hour. Back. You fall back. You spring forward. Yes, yeah, so we fall back. So that means, at least for me, well, probably all of us, is you go to work when it's dark. Well, Dylan, fucking definitely for you. you go to work. Hey, when Dylan's it's dark, not going to see the sun for three months. Dark. So uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be the case <laughs> for me. And it's, 
That's that's when that's when the thing I hate about winter the most, other than when it's fucking freezing dick cold, is it's like fucking dark, four forty five. Dude, I'm gonna give you guys some advice. Take vitamin D. It'll keep you from oh. getting so damn depressed. D. And B and C. Like milk? No, man, you can just get vitamin D pills. I take vitamin E twice a day. I take a multivitamin Flintstone. Oh, I forgot you're a fucking child. Chewable. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I do. I like the. I get the adult. I have the adult daily vitamin gummies. Take lots of vitamins. Shout out to Costco. <laughs> Gallon bucket of it. I was there today. I like Costco. I didn't know they sold whole lambs. 60 bucks for an entire yeah, frozen lamb. I, I've never seen that before. I mean, uh, whatever. I mean, that's up your alley, I guess. Yeah, I was going to buy it. I don't have room in my freezer for an entire lamb head to toe. <laughs> Uh, was my week. All right. Oh, shit. My lamb money, baby. Mantis. Yeah. <laughs> my lamb money. Bang bang. Um, All right. Yeah, other than my fucking mishap, really last like two three weeks, any free time I get, I've just been playing the absolute shit out of Spider Man Two. You see the background for PS Five. It's one of the best games I've played in years. And it's been a lot of fun. And I was just playing before we hopped on. And I think I'm pretty close to finishing the main story, which I'm going to be a little sad when that actually does happen because it's been a fucking shit ton of fun. But Are you played as Peter of, Parker uh, or Miles Morales or both? Yeah. And um, I don't want to, I don't really want to give away a lot of main shit, but it's, it's pretty interesting um, this time around. So um, we'll see what happens at the end of this story. I'm hopefully. There'll be a Spider-Man three going forward, but it's just so dope, man. The game's fun. It's really fun. Some people might think it's a little repetitive, but it's just the way they have it set up. It's like you're playing in the midst of a like Spider-Man movie. It's it's really sick. This one, like the main um, villain, is um, oh shit, um, the symbiote. What do you do? Venom or uh, yeah, Venom. Carnage. I don't know why I lost the name, but yeah, Venom. You know his boy Harry. Um, so that's been pretty cool. I mean, Venom, that dude, that's a bad motherfucker. So that's one of my favorite guys in all of Spider-Man. Um, it's been pretty dope. So, but yeah, there's a lot of side missions and stuff. So you know, I'll be able to keep busy with this for probably another, at least another like probably month, I would say. And um, it's just cool, man. It's open world and stuff, so you can kind of just swing through the cities and shit. And I just, I love it, man. It's um, one of the reasons I I got a PlayStation Four, you know, years ago was for the Spider Man One game because I played the I, shit out of that one. Yeah, and that one was fun. And as soon as I seen as I seen this, I had to uh, had to give me a PS Five. Unfortunately, that's when I was still raking in the the major uh, gambling dough. So. DraftKings bought me a, a PS5. Is that when you were under the alias Parlay Poppy? Yeah. That's when I was hitting them parlays, baby, like a motherfucker. But um the thirty eight right now shit. I was telling you, me and my boy Jimmy Leatherman do we got this shit, you know, calling your shot. He's he's got the, the ten thousand dollar ladder challenge. Um and it, and as of right now just it, hit uh, it did hit. Okay. 
I was gonna say it was looking very hairy for a second. Um, I'm get so I'm guessing with the way you fist pump, you must be following again, huh? Yep, I'm up a hundred plus dollars now. I've, I've yeah, more so than James 40. is following that one too, but I hit him up the one day and I was like, dude, because I, I stopped fucking with it because unless you're paying for his shit, you you uh, by the time he sends him out, the odds fucking move so fucking crazy, and I got so tired of that. So me and him got our own shit going right now. It's just me and him, so we can kind of take our time and craft it and get fucking surgical with it. And the lines aren't moving around and stuff. It's just me and Jimmy, and we're fucking three days in. I'm at $142. We're hitting day four tomorrow, and we're going to kind of change some shit up. Like, COS goes, he wants to go straight through with the shit. If we hit tomorrow, we're taking half out, and then we're going to keep going from there. And then after every, like, two or three stages take another half out and then just keep on rolling and i think it's just it's smarter that way because you're going to be profitable and you can still kind of keep building up and shit so it's been fun and it's just a little less um stressful because like i said you can kind of pick and choose and stuff and not have to worry about fifty thousand other fucking dudes jumping in at the same time moving the fucking lines around on all these books so we've been calling it the because we're both left-handed, the Southpaw Long Dick Parlay. We're rolling, baby. Is that two truths and a lie? I hope. It's... I don't know what the two truths are. <laughs> it's a parlay, and you're both Southpaw. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> I'm yeah, glad no, you got that, Dylan. I wish it translated to the TSP parlay. That's all I'm saying. But digress. I think it's I think it's a you thing. Me? Yeah. <laughs> My props are hidden. Can't go wrong with CMC anytime touchdown, especially this week. This week, I'm pretty sure he Get out of here. This so, fucking guy. It's not me. We it's talking about guy. It's not me. It's you. Or, or no, it's not you. It's yeah. Me. Is that the thing? Yes. For the receipts here. We got the receipts for the Monday Night Football locks for the past month. Oh, I don't care what the receipts say. They're all losses. <laughs> hit. We hit last week with fucking ease. Garoppolo sucks. Yeah, and it looks like, according to what you told me earlier, we're, we are <laughs> moving back to the <laughs> D-Lo Monday Night Football locks. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll explain that later. In the you don't have any foresight. Yeah, we'll 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 get to that. Yeah, we'll hold off on that. You'll see it's it's funny. Fuck it's off. Right. Style shit. But we are back. You or I should say we you are back on the winning side. Our guy Nate Walter tailed you, so I know he was happy as well. And it was a it was a no sweat from what I seen. So Oh, easy. Easy money. There it is. And that, those are the best ones. But I'm gonna... we'll get into that later because boys, we got another guest. And uh, this is another guest that we've all been looking forward to talking to. Um, friend of former guest of ours and former, I don't know, what would it, what would it be to us? He was our, I don't know. Boyfriend. Kami? Was he our Kami in the Dragon Ball Z world? What would you say? He, well, he was our boyfriend, yeah. He, we were both. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I think he was more like a Dende. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because he last entered the chamber True. and he'd fix yeah, it. Yeah. You know what okay. I mean? That's fine. But I don't know. I think he, I mean, likes, he likes being a Saiyan, maybe, but. Give a shit what he wants. That's true. 
That's true. <laughs> Especially what we were told in pre-production. Fucking asshole. But anyways, <laughs> we'll get in. We'll touch on that as well. But this week for episode 157, we have with us Monica Guzman. Monica, welcome hey. to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for your time. How are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. It's great. It sounds like you. you guys had a pretty interesting week. Yes. Uh, interesting, stressful, scary, all the above. But we made it through, uh, fortunately, and uh, we trekked forward. So and here we are. Could be worse. Could, Could be, be a lot worse. worse. Yep. Can't complain. Um, especially, you know, we have you on, which you're, you know, you're dealing with a lot more stresses in your life. And, um, you know, you got some adventures, I guess, of sorts in the very, very near future, which we'll touch on as well. But, um, yeah, I reached out, I don't know, maybe about a month ago saying that I think you'd be a great you know, person to have on the show. And uh, as always, we have friends and stuff that have brands and, and um, you know, uh, competitions and uh, all kinds of things that they want to uh, put out in the ether. We definitely like having them on to talk about it and get more eyes and ears on it. So that was definitely a big reason we wanted to bring you on as well. So we're glad we can make it happen. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Stoked that you reached out. 100%. But um, we'll kind of just jump in, I guess, a little bit all over the place because it's kind of a, a wild story. But um, yeah, like we said earlier, we did have your brother, your Jay, um, on previously, I think maybe two or three years ago. I want to say, Dylan, maybe like pandemic times. Maybe. I Definitely before we were on video and all that much. Um, and uh, he was, you know, or still is big into fitness uh bodybuilding and stuff like that i know that uh, you kind of get into the game as well and i think you even cried i think you competed once or twice for sure from i remember yeah i and, actually um, I actually was getting into it right when the story started and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bullshit isn't it <laughs> i hardly so so it. actually as you so you had already known about it before you started bodybuilding no, I didn't. Um, so, okay, okay. yeah, so Julian has always, obviously, like, he's been doing, like, the fitness competitions and stuff for years. And I did one uh, back when I was, like, 25 or 26. Um, and then, you know, I was always a competitive cheerleader, cheerleader, never had any issues. And then uh, I started powerlifting. And Julian wasn't powerlifting yet at that point. And uh, I, the powerlifting is kind of what, what uh, started to expose my condition so i didn't know about any of this until i was um 29 i think that's what happens I now you get all the hangovers that's what happens yep oh i quit drinking be like six months ago because of how bad the hangovers <laughs> dude it sucks don't it yep. like oh, you wouldn't like believe anybody like oh you're gonna be you're about 30 I'm all right. And then you're like, wow, I went out on Friday and it's Sunday and I still feel like I have the flu. The the anxiety was debilitating. I've never heard it called that. That's funny. though. <laughs> yeah, that too. I, I get that. Cause, you know, you're out and you look at the clock you're like, fuck, it's three o'clock in the morning. Like, I'm going to be fucking worthless tomorrow and I'm going to feel like shit. Sure enough. But yeah, like you said, Joe, like you remember when the clock strikes midnight on your thirtieth birthday, you get you just get hit with a, a bolt of lightning, and then all of a sudden you're just feeble. My joints fragile. hurt. Just, yeah, dude. My first yeah. hip injection was actually the day before my thirtieth birthday. Oh, boy. Hell yeah! 
Yeah. What time on the clock were you born is the real question. That's probably what happened. You're just off a little bit. Just a little bit. 4.55, my guy. Mm. <laughs> Getting ejected at 4.54? Yeah. <laughs> In the afternoon. Yeah, yep. yeah right there. Yeah. Well, you want to um, explain what you got going on? So, like, yeah. Yeah, so I was diagnosed back in 2021 with bilateral hip dysplasia. Uh, so essentially what that is, is it's no hip socket covering the femur joint. So I have no coverage. Uh, the distribution, I pretty much have um, bone on bone uh, damaging my cartilage as the days go by. So the... The solution to that is called a periacetabular osteotomy. Uh, what or the a, fuck did you just say to me? Or a PAO is uh, what it's more easily referred to as. And it's not that old of a surgery. It's very specialized. And essentially what the idea behind that is, is it's to um, give you more time with your natural bone structure before mm -hmm. going into a total hip replacement and putting artificial parts in your body. Because once you do an artificial part, you got to think you only have X amount of years with that artificial part before they have to put a new one in. And while that's all happening, your body is getting more and more damaged and you're losing more cartilage. So say a hip replacement lasts you 20 years. I'm 30 when this happened. Um, I'm 32 now. So I had my first one when I was 31. So you say like a 31 year old with a hip replacement has to get another one when they're 51 and then another one when they're 71, if they're lucky. And then, but like, that's even just to say like, there's going to come a point where you can't have another hip replacement and they're just like, well, you're SOL deal with it. Um, the idea behind a PAO is to give you more time, uh, before you have to go into that, that next step of actually getting a hip replacement. So it is coming. The The day will come that mm. I have to get a, re a replacement altogether and be completely artificial in my hips. But um, the goal in a perfect world is that I'll be able to return to normal activity and compete again as a power lifter and just lead a normal life until the day comes that I have to have a hip replacement. And then in which case there will be more modifications and a little bit more limitations to what I can and cannot do. How long does uh, the window or how long does a PAO give you increase your uh, timetable? So if you look at how long a PAO surgery is, like how old it is, it's only 50 years old. So there's not a huge frame of reference for how long this actually works. Uh, it's some people it works for like maybe five, 10 years. Some people it's worked for 20. The average, like at the high end, I'm seeing that people are making it up to 18 years before they have to have a replacement. And on the low end, I'm seeing people like going like immediately into having a hip replacement because the PAO didn't work. God. So I'm really- you imagine that? You go through all that shit and they're like, well, see you next weekend because you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's kind, of, that's kind of like what I'm dealing with right now is um, yeah. I'm, I'm going into a surgery on Tuesday. So it's- it really is. It's a gamble. And when you talk to a bunch of, I'm in group chats, like across the board with people that have had it, um, are having it, um, uh, people that had the surgery when I had the surgery and everybody's experience is different and everybody's surgeon mm. is dealing, is handling the recovery differently as well. Like it's, it's so wild how not like what are the, like, what are they got you doing compared to like other people? So I've seen people get on a bike, like, um, 
like a stationary bike and they're pedaling mm -hmm. within the first like three weeks, three or four weeks. I was not pedaling until six weeks. Um, some people were getting off of crutches at six weeks. I was on crutches for 13 weeks. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's a lot. It like, it's, it's very different. I, yeah, I was on, I was only on pain meds for maybe like a week. If that, I didn't even want to take the pain meds. It was just like, it was incredible. Yeah, that always scares me with the, with the big, big shit. Take, they had to convince me to take meds when I was in the hospital. Like I begged them. I was like, do not give me pain meds. And then something happened where I was like screaming, crying in the hospital. And, and they gave you morphine and it was awesome. They convinced me to take <laughs> it all. And then was like, please take the oxy. Please take the oxy. I was like, I do not want to take the oxy. And they were like, Monica, you were the only person that I know that's had the surgery that has, that is existing on ibuprofen right now and i was like that's that's, that's my go-to ibuprofen that's honestly that's an insane perspective considering i just like had my bones broken in four different pieces so like yeah did you tell them like i ain't no bitch that's Basically, what i would have told them it's in so many words i got a lot of praise for going through that but like i then for going through that with just fucking ibuprofen but i mean it didn't i don't know i hated that i hate oxy I hate tramadol. Like, if I'm not in agonizing pain and you give me anything like that, like, I'm spiraling. Like, mentally, I'm spiraling. Like, my head feels... I love drugs. Off. That's my problem. I That's hate, why I don't have any. <laughs> I hate what they do. I hate I hate the brain spacey feeling. Like, I don't... I don't... I don't like... It when I, I operate very well in that area. <laughs> have at it. I, I think too much, and I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm just turned off. I mean, I don't, I don't do anything. I don't even drink. But I'm just saying, I stay away from that shit because of that. I get it. it yeah, sucks. Uh, I I can definitely relate to that mentality too. Uh, but with with pain meds, it's it's never it's never been a thing for me. <clears throat> Good. You said um, you first started to discover this when you started powerlifting. So how far into that? Because I'm sure you were probably noticing some aches and pains here and there, but maybe just kind of pushed through. Maybe you thought you maybe overworked it one day. But so how far into that were you like, okay, there's something like legit going wrong here? Yeah. So I did my first powerlifting meet with um, all three lifts in, I think it was May of 2021. And then after that, you're, going obviously you're going through like a resting period you're going through a deload and then slowly i got i was prepping for another meet and i i had it on the schedule i can't remember the timeline specifically um but i was prepping for that next meet so i started putting weight back on the bar and i noticed that when i was squatting uh when i would get into the hole i would it it would kind of feel a little weird trying to stand back up and that was causing me to delay putting more weight on the bar because I was like, I have no idea. Like, it's not agonizing, but it's kind of scary because, you know, like the intrusive thoughts of my brain are picturing like <laughs> dumping the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, it's like, I could do it. I could stand up. Like, that you're going to end up one of those like compilations of gym fails and yeah, shit. <laughs> so stand yeah. So, like, physically doing it wasn't the issue. It was, it was the thought of how bad can this possibly be that made me slow down a lot. Sure. And at the same time, too, ironically, my coach was going through 
similar hip pains, but she was going through something that was diagnosed and she's like, Oh yeah, I'm just, I just have to rest it. Like it's a weird injury. So we made a joke mm. about this pain that I was having. We were like laughing about it being sympathy pains. And finally I was like, no, actually like I'm not prepared for this meet because I've not been able to push through this, this pain. So I, I remember I told Julian about that and he was like, no way I've been, I've actually been, training i was going to surprise you because i'm going to compete at the competition you're going to compete at <laughs> so that that was julian's intro to powerlifting is i had already done it and he wanted to do it too and he wanted his first meet to be in nashville with me so because of that i went in and only competed bench while he competed all three lifts and after that is when i started going to the doctors and I went to um, an orthopedic office here in Nashville and they were, I got my steroid injection a few days before my turn 30 and they're like in six weeks, um, we're going to check this should last you six weeks. Um, so you're going to come back at the end of that and we're going to talk about how you're feeling. Came back and they were like, sure enough six weeks around the clock. Like I was able to squat and do everything pain-free and then six week marks comes and it was literally like, like my, <laughs> my carriage turned back into a pumpkin that freaking day. So, uh, I remember they ended up taking me in for an x-ray. And when I got there, the doctor looked at my x-ray and was like, I'm referring you to this doctor. And I was like, you can't, Oh, you're done with me. Like this is, I've never had that happen where somebody was like, I can't help you. And I was like, you're really going to send, like, nobody in your office can help me. And at this you point, leveled I, up. That's what yeah, happened. at this point, I wasn't even diagnosed yet. Like, I had no, like, he never gave me a word, uh, an indication, nothing. He's like, I'm going to send you over here. And I was like, you're, you really can't help me. Like, you're going to send me somewhere else. And he's like, listen, if this x-ray belongs to any of my family members, this is where I would be sending them. And at All this right. point, he, so still at, at this point, I still had no idea what was going on. I didn't understand that we were looking at labral tear possibility. I didn't understand that we were looking at bone structure possibility. I had no idea what any of this meant. So finally I get to this surgeon here in Nashville. And the first thing she says to me is the reason you're here is because I am very good at this surgery and you are severely dysplastic and this surgery is coming for you. And I was like, hold the phone. I had no idea that I was, <laughs> what? I was like, as a like, pardon me, ma'am. What? Nice to meet you. So <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's no, when I learned gate. what bilateral hip dysplasia was. And then after that, I also learned that I have, I had a labral tear on one side, which at this point I'm so deep into this. I don't, I couldn't tell you what's what, um, it was, bilateral hip dysplasia so what's wrong on the right side is also wrong on the left side no no hip sockets um and on one side there's a labral tear and on the other side i have cysts on on my labrum i don't know what that i have no idea what that means but um yeah so so the story goes i stopped powerlifting immediately after that um i tried just doing like accessory work so that I could go back to powerlifting immediately, uh, like 
upon recovery, but that didn't really work out either because then uh, a degenerating disc pre presented itself in the base of my spine. So like all God of it, damn it, what is like, going on? <laughs> so all of it, all of it has just been like downhill since turning thirty. Um, but had yeah, so I had my first PAO surgery. So what they do is they break your bones and reposition everything to give you a full hip socket and put screws in to hold everything in place. Like, why can't they just 3D print a new socket? Wouldn't that be nice? You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying. Jesus. You know, like, an extension, maybe, to build it out. <laughs> yeah, right? Now, now we're going to crush them? We're going to turn that to shit to dust, and we're going to glue it back together, and you're going to be <laughs> all right. Yeah. Who, whose idea is this? It's been wild, man. I, like, I, I feel like, I feel kind of like a Lego a little bit, but... <laughs> Just, so how many operations have you had so far? I'm on one right now, and then I got okay. two and three this winter. Um, so PAO in February, and then I have a revision on Tuesday, and then I have my left PAO in December. Mm. So and then the, there'll be a revision for that one as well? No. So the revision for this one is because there is a chip in my right hip um it's in one of the images that i sent you um it just didn't it didn't merge it didn't unite with the rest of my bones it's just floating in there and so i'm still having pains so, got a little lonely island floating around in there is that what you're know, saying he's just like a little black sheep that just wanted nothing to do with what everything else that's been going on i'm so, out of here guys just rolled uh, off he was nuts too because when because i've been i've been having pain so like luckily my doctor my doctor's office, um, they have a cell phone. So like one of the nurses always has a cell phone. So I'm constantly mm. talking with this nurse. Like I'll just text her and be like, Hey, what's up? Um, so I'm texting her. I'll be like, yeah, I, this pain feels weird. It feels like I tore my labrum again, you know? So like she's getting my day to day updates and she finally has me come in, get an x-ray and my surgeon's like, that piece never united. I said, "Oh, sick. Well, what now?" And she goes, "This has <laughs> never, this has never happened before." I'm like, sick. I thought you were good. Anomalies, <laughs> gotta love them. Sick. Yeah. I thought you were uh, good at this shit, lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I also had another steroid injection done um, about, I don't know, like five, four or five weeks ago. Uh, it didn't, it didn't do anything at all. So that rules out that any of the pain is actually coming from inside the hip socket itself from my mm -hmm. understanding so the next step is going in removing that bone fragment removing the screws and checking to see if there's any labral damage that they have to repair again which is why um i literally have no idea if i'm going to be able to walk come tuesday night or not uh if all they do is go in and remove that bone fragment and the screws then I'll be able to walk out of there that night or they find labral damage and have to repair it. And I don't walk for six weeks. So did you, did they give you that card? You start about the screws. They did they give no. you the card. No, actually, the punch my card. Screws, my screws <laughs> don't set off uh, security systems. He, doesn't have... tell you, he said the punch card for like your 10 surgery for free. Oh, Is that what you're getting? <laughs> I, no, what, that's what I thought you were talking, talking about. about. No, I'm talking about the. Well, because like, uh, <clears throat> like older, 
like my stepdad, I don't know, it's probably been 20 years. He had a hip replacement and he got the card and all that. But I, I imagine they've updated the technology and the materials, but he had to like carry it around like he's not like flying every day, but you know what I mean? If yeah, he did the first time I flew, I actually was texting the nurse in the security check line because I I didn't know if I was gonna set off the system. <laughs> I didn't ask. I feel like I should have asked about this and she's like, No, you're not gonna set anything off. So I've flown several times since then and it's never come it's never come up. What if it shows up like jewelry, you know, like you got your belly button pierced and it shows up in your leg. You know what I mean? Yeah, I <laughs> You just all the pierce and he's just like everybody yeah. knows. Well, oh, bing, 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 I do have a four. She likes the party. <laughs> I just don't know how to read x-rays. So if you want, I could pop these up and kind of you can explain each x-ray as I pop them up. Yeah, sure. So this is this is my hip today. Uh, is that your little buddy floating out there? Is that what that is? That's, yeah, that's the that's the floating buddy. So. I guess the idea behind that little bone fragment there, she uses that as a wedge to clear the gap because obviously when you're moving things around, there's going to end up being gaps. So it was positioned a little bit differently when she put it in. And so it was, it was meant to basically bridge that gap that you're seeing on top of that little wedge. Uh, and everything else is, has healed, uh, at, at a slower rate too, with that being said, um, she, was actually pretty disappointed at how slow my progress was at my uh, six week follow up. That one, that little piece there wasn't raising any big of a flag at that point. Uh, so, but like, like down, like below my hip socket, there was a piece there you can kind of see uh, where there's like darker shadows. It's, it was not, not healing at all. So that was the concern was having to put plates in, but then after that, everything healed up, but that little piece just still like there, you can see that it's, it hasn't even attempted to merge with the rest of my, I just can't believe somebody was like, they cut you open and they pulled out the fucking Milwaukee and started putting these screws in you like that. You right. know what I mean? Like, look at that. I mean, I know people listening can't see it, but this bastard looks like it's like five, six inches long. And they're not like, I, like maybe like the size, like, maybe like the size of my hand and my hands not yeah. that big, but I asked to have them back on Tuesday. So hopefully they actually yeah. I want to, I want an update if it's a Phillips head or not. That's what I want to know. <laughs> this is home Depot shit cool things with them. So I'm hoping I can come up with something creative to do with these. I'm going to make a necklace. No, just some jewelry, maybe put it in a frame. Yeah. So yeah, the, this this right here is exactly what's getting addressed on Tuesday. Like all these screws are going to come out. That little bone fragment's going to come out. But I don't know what that's the the theory is that these screws and that fragment is catching on soft tissue and causing pain. Ooh. Um, yeah, that probably sucks. Yeah, but I'm also like wondering, like, okay, but if you remove that bone fragment and just leave that gap, like, wouldn't that gap catch soft tissue? I don't know. That's just. Now that I'm staring at it right now, but <laughs> transpired. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gnarly that that's my hip, right? Like it's sitting with me right yeah, now. Yeah, at this point, I might as well just turn you full Android. You know, <laughs> I'm a little. I'm actually a little disappointed to know that these screws are coming out because I like that they're in there. But yeah, that one um, in the middle is that's something else. That's what I'm saying. That <laughs> thing is. Well, there's that. Was that five in there? I can see. 
There's five, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Um, the so yeah, but, look, but look at that full coverage on that on that joint right there. That's she's beautiful. She's doing a job. She's doing a job. What? <laughs> you got to see. You got to see the first image. Actually, there's a side by side that I sent you guys where you can actually see what. Yeah, so you can see on this one where on the left side. Oh shit! Okay, there's, yeah. There's no coverage. Like how much of of the the ball is just hanging. How did it not fall head. out? Uh, to be honest, I'm really muscles. I mean, I think I think so. Um, I think me being a cheerleader, I was because I was always the base. I was always the one throwing girls. Like I got my legs got really strong, and I think that actually helped me a lot to that's gnarly that. looking too. that is that's nuts but the the difference is insane isn't it so yeah like you're i mean you're in pain and shit you're a functioning adult with that i was squatting and deadlifting with that hip the so real yeah, question that, is yeah that's, what kind of crazy are you gonna get out of cycle when you get off and just juice out of your mind to get caught back up or are you gonna do like hard work i think that that would be so unwise to just go <laughs> hard in the paint old uh, trend you don't want to do that sam sulik or whatever his name is i thought about I, I would be lying if i said that i didn't think about it but i would rather protect what i've what mm -hmm. i have than then um serve my ego but that's that's a very ego, mature answer the ego is hungry so i will just starving a little bit but i think <laughs> you'll be all right I'll or be. i mean maybe get really good at curling i don't know you know I, you know switch your game up a little bit maybe we all like we all we all like to know that we could lift heavy things with our arms right i mean mm -hmm. it's way cool i mean Nobody's like flexing hips. You know what I mean? Man, but those they do buys and tries though, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the quad flexes are so nice. Uh I I do I do miss what the quads used to look like before this. Yeah. Quad mods. So, the so box yeah. flex. <laughs> I'll give I'll get back. Muscle memory is a thing. Uh once I start lifting again, the muscles will come back. I have full confidence in that. Yeah. And they they did a little bit because you know, after surgery when I was going through PT and stuff, like I was, I was doing shit. Like I, I was getting on the bike. I was doing Bulgarian split squats. I was doing, I was doing shit with my legs and the pain started coming back and set me back a little bit and the legs looked good. So I have confidence in them. They just need to get their shit together. Speaking of looking, what's the scars looking like? Are they tiny? Are they huge? Or it's, it's pretty big. Uh, I have two. But is it cool? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, they're cool. I think scars are sweet. Yeah, dude. I mean, she's got power tools going in, you know? <laughs> they're, uh, it, they're gnar it's a gnarly one, and I'm going to have matching ones. They're right on the bikini line. So if I'm, like, if I'm wearing a bathing suit at the pool or whatever, like, you will see them. Like, it's pretty, I'd say it's, it's like, I, it's about the size of my hand. So that just like right there in my, the top of my thigh going down into my groin is a huge ass fucking scar. And it's numb too. They got nerve blockers in there. I don't feel it. What? Did you get a tattoo across it though? It's, everybody has said that, but I don't think I'm going to do it. 
Like, you can get I, all sorts of cool shit. I know that the possibilities are endless, uh, but I like my legs a lot. So I don't think I want to tap them. I don't think I want to put anything. I don't think I want to put a needle there and at where they're at. Well, somebody beat you to it and they put five damn screws in you. So <laughs> I don't know what you're worried about anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, five inch scar on each hip. I think you'll be all right. I think the scars are cool enough on their own. So I had that one big long one and then I have two. I have two holes at the top of my thigh. Holes. So there, that's where the scope was. And then there's another scar a couple inches above the big incision where they had the drain. The drain was nasty. Dude, it's sick what comes out of your body. And then Bro. it's gross. And when they pulled it out, <laughs> when they pulled it out. You smell it? I didn't smell it, but I could feel it snaking through my fucking leg. Oh, like the inside of my leg. I felt it snaking out. Yeah, my skin's crawling thinking about this <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. It's coming up and out of you. Fucking Holy shit. Have them recorded. It's a pretty nasty surgery. It's kind of amazing. Like, I got to learn to walk again. I mean, you already yeah, did. Uh, you said we have two more um, X rays. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So that's that was my first X ray after surgery. So you, uh, you saw the you saw the current one, but you see how that little chip look was just like filling in a gap, and now yeah, bridging. So, yeah. So all of you can see where all of the breakage was initially, and how extensive all that was, and obviously since then. Fucking nuts. That's that's six weeks post op. Um, so a lot of gaps. You just gotta get some uh, some caulk in there. They were talking <laughs> about in. putting artificial bone in there if the thing if there was spots that weren't healing because down three yep. printing it. I'm telling you, it's the future. Yeah, I when Ugh. when they said artificial bone, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean artificial bone? Elmer's glue. Yeah, Spirit Halloween. I've got some skeletons <laughs> left over. I think it's at Home Depot, actually. <laughs> I'm a Lowe's guy myself. I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude, that's gnarly. They're like, ah, oh, we're just going to throw some shit in here, patch you up. So, this one is actually, this was the first x ray that I got at the orthopedic doctor that passed me on and they broke it down pretty well you can see where the pen marks are at and how much of my femur joint is exposed this is just like the raw first glance breakthrough uh break breakdown of what i'm dealing with so this is what my left hip looks like this is just like dot 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 this you're pretty fucked right here (laughs) (laughs) all right whether whether uh, i don't know yeah yeah yeah, there's also something going on too that we've decided isn't necessary to address about the angle that my femur goes into my acetabulum. Uh, it it goes in at an angle that it shouldn't be. It, but they decided that with the way that it fits into my acetabulum, it does, it's not necessary. But that's without. Is that why they call it an ass? What was that? I'm wondering. I wonder if that's why they call it an ass. Because it's a pain in the ass, absolutely. I would. I mean, yeah. That. So yeah, that's uh, that's a good revelations. 
what my left hip currently looks like and what my right hip started as and explaining what exactly a shallow hip socket looks like and what that does. So you could see that if I go in at an, if I'm moving at an angle that drives that femur up instead of sideways at all, that bone, the bone's just going to hit bone and that breaks down cartilage. And the less cartilage you have, the, the more damaged your cartilage is, the less likely you are to be able to get like a hip replacement. If you have a fucked cartilage, you can't get, you can't get hip replacement. So fixing this now is setting me up for a mm. successful hip replacement in the future too. So your baby steps are major surgeries. Yes. That's pretty cool. Did like, like six weeks post-op uh, operation they, game. They said that, uh, <laughs> they said that you, they were disappointed in the progress and like, how would you take that as a patient? Like, are you disappointed in yourself on your healing capabilities or disappointed in their work or did you call your mom? Um, I actually, it, it was a, it was a really weird feeling to be disappointed in myself. Like I didn't perform as good as I could. Like I was, you have no way to do that though. Right, right. Exactly. It, it, it's a, it's, it was a weird feeling. It was a weird Damn feeling it, body. disappointed in myself. But, but that was, that was the raw emotion was being right. disappointed in myself because I wanted her to be happy with the progress and I wanted good news. Right. And to be told that my body didn't perform at, you know, the, the expectation, it was, right. it was hard to not take it personally, mm -hmm. but obviously not my fault. Couldn't have done anything right. differently. It scared your hands me. for real. It scared me a little bit because I've seen plates. I've seen them have to put plates in for non-unions and they're scary. They're scary looking. The idea of going in for a surgery to have plates put in sounds equally as scary as having the surgery in general. So it, I was on, I was on pins and needles the entire time waiting for, I had to wait another three months to do another follow-up. And then that follow-up was the most recent one where they were like, yeah, you just got this little piece that needs to take out. So the rest of it caught up, which was good, but I had to go through an MRI and a CT scan before coming to that conclusion that all of it was healed. Yeah. It was kind of scary. I believe then, Yeah. Cause then you're thinking like, well, what else is wrong? Why isn't, why aren't my bones healing? So that's why a lot of people just don't go to the doctor. Dude, no shit. <laughs> yeah. That's it's me. like, uh, when you get an oil right, change, man, they're going to tell you six other things <clears throat> that's, that's wrong with, with you. Yeah, okay, I already know I'm fat, work. but come on, man. Yeah. Tell me all these other things. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I that's what flu, that my body looks like. Well, that's pretty cool. X-rays x rays are something else. But they're kind of weird. Cool. We're going to juice you some radiation. Just enough, though. Not enough to give you Spider-Man powers, but enough to see yeah, I mean, your inside you. Looks like a TV stand. So that's cool. <laughs> They find something hit, hit by IKEA. It looks like a toolbox in there, man. Yeah, Dude, that's like nuts. But Lowe's hardware aisle. So you're Luckily getting worked on again next week, and you told us that uh, you'll be off work for what six months, I think, right? Roughly, maybe a little Four. more. Four, Four. Five. okay. Which yeah, it's still a long ass time. So, and obviously you won't be working and stuff. Um, but uh, I want to kind of jump to uh, the brand which I, you know, started seeing pop up 
on socials within the last probably over like summertime i think maybe late spring mm-hmm. or summertime yep um you told us earlier uh, in pre-production but for the people listening just let us know how you came up with it um you know what it's for your plans you know stuff like that so the brand is called bad bones athletics um so it started as just like a little recovery project and what i was learning along the way with recovery and everything leading up to recovery is there's not a huge platform that exists for injured athletes and i you know along along the way i kind of realized that that's what I, that's what i wanted to do was create a platform specifically for injured athletes the first thing that a lot of people think about when they're faced with a diagnosis is of any sorts whether it's arthritis or hip dysplasia or any sort of skeletal deformation is, oh my God, I'm never going to play ball again or run again or, you know, compete again. And it's totally, it's totally possible. Uh, There's modifications for just about everything. Uh, If not, you you know, your body just having the ability to recover as long as you have the brain power to make it happen. So, that's what bad bones is. It kind of started off as a, the design itself started off as something funny that I thought of like, Oh, what about a skull and crossbones? But instead of crossbones, it's surgical screws, like the ones I have in my hips. And yeah, this logo, it makes way more sense now after, after seeing uh, <laughs> x-rays. So yeah, this is dead on. It's the hardware. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, something that kept me busy it continues to keep me busy and i started off selling stickers and it's kind of cool because the stickers are all over broadway here in nashville because there was when i was going out all the time anytime i would close a tab i would leave a sticker uh with the bartender so now the bartenders have been sticking them all throughout broadway so that's cool goddamn vandals you know it's just in there with all the other blue girl stickers and since then i've done several rounds of pre-orders with t-shirts and hoodies and i'm working on other designs too do you ship them i ship them yep do you Um, have large adult sizes i got all of the adult sizes and yeah do you have bigger than human sizes is what i'm getting at (laughs) I got up to a 3XL, and I okay. do not and I do not charge extra. I know that sometimes when, um, when you get up to the bigger sizes, it costs. Yeah, fat tax the whole life. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't do that. Uh, I I think that's. Wait, two more dollars? What the fuck? <laughs> that's what it is every time. I always wondered that, like, wondered why that was a thing, but like, yeah, it's it doesn't cost that much more for me to make it, so it doesn't really make sense for me to charge other people that difference like i want i want people to have my shit i want people that like my shit to have my shit so uh i so i started off launching it at a power lifting meet in toledo with with julian and then i'll be in monroe michigan on the 18th of this month at a strongman competition where my logo will actually be on banners and the logs for the log press. I'm pretty excited about that. That's cool. That yeah. is sick. That's really cool. Um, 
sweatpants. We need some sweatpants. I don't know if that's in the. I'm working on it actually. So I have a friend coming over this month to help me set up a website and have more options. They're going to show me because I'm doing all of this by the seat of my pants and just the things that I learned on TikTok and the internet. Uh, Dylan's the same same way with everything I, we've done. Yep, and <laughs> and it's what's cool yeah. that I've learned too is. Everybody has heard of manifesting, but not a lot of people actually understand what manifesting is. And you actually have to speak things into the universe in order for the information to come to you. You can't just like talk to a wall and talk to the universe and be like, give me this. You have to talk to people, right? Uh, So through all of this, I've had people reach out saying, I can help you here. I can help you there. I know this and I know that. So I've made a lot of really nice contacts. Obviously, that's how I got linked up with you guys because Bobby reached out to a post that I made asking for any sort of information on how to get the brand out there. And I'm really excited about my friend's help. I think it's going to take it to a different level where I can provide more and mm. get it out get it out there even, you know, because... Right now, I'm printing all of the shirts at home. And so I source the shirts, get the shirts shipped here. I get the prints shipped here. And then I'm here pressing them. And it takes it takes a really long time. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I also love the idea. It's a job now? Yeah. Like a legit so job? And I thought, I thought about <laughs> it like... The thing too is like I would I would like to be able to maintain an inventory and having an inventory while you're actually hand making all of this stuff yourself like it's actually pretty difficult and it's time consuming when I do have a full time job so and I, I do want to be able to offer random things like hats and shorts and bags and uh, I don't I don't koozies whatever so having a website is going to help with that for sure. And I want to continue to be present at events. I'm in the talks of hosting my own group fitness event this winter while I'm off work. And just doing things like that. Like I kind of want, I want to build out the community and want there to be a frame of reference for anybody that's facing any, any physical limitations new or otherwise and show them what, people have been able to accomplish with an altered lifestyle. I, I don't know. I think, I think it's important to give people hope when, you know, cause this is scary. It's sad. It's, it's hard. Uh, I don't feel like I have control of my own body. 90% of the time I'm, even if something doesn't hurt right now, like it's going to hurt tomorrow if I did something wrong and I won't know, you know, that kind of thing constantly having to sit and check check in with my body so this is also lighting a fire under my own ass to actually get back under the platform because i'm encouraging other people to do what i want to do so i need to make sure that i'm keeping myself in check and doing it as well and putting the work in it's keeping me positive too because it's something i'm super proud of i think it's cool yeah, it's got a good message and all that stuff. And above all else, I, I, I think if I seen correctly, this is also helping you pay your way through all these fucking operations and shit. Because, you know, I don't want to go down that road either. But healthcare in this country sucks ass. I mean, we had a guy, you know, from Canada last year that we had on the show, and he was telling us how he went on that 
ambulance ride what do you pay like forty dollars and here <laughs> you're paying like 10 racks so um you know having stuff like this and, and it's pretty cool here i think this i think this is our guy super saiyan sean if i'm correct is this sean right it is that's sean. shout out to sean yeah uh rocking the shirts they're they're pretty dope i like the color scheme too Thanks. and um yeah like i said i think uh once you kind of get everything under control and yeah open up a website and kind of have uh you know a little more uh power you know backing you up on there to where you can offer different stuff um you'll definitely get an idea for those so. sweatpants Good I idea. got my eye on sweatpants. I I'm kind no, of. I got a design idea. You got to put the hardware on the hips, like <laughs> like where the pocket. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some, like let me get a logo right about where you're cut up at. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's such a good idea. I'm gonna put that in my notes. I'm gonna make that. There you go. Use it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I can definitely um, relate though to all that. Like the whole printing your own, creating inventory of your own. Like it is definitely. Uh, time-consuming, hard work, and uh, it like took me back to like when we were in Florida back when I was recording in my closet at the time, and making those our first merch for TSP back in the day. But I didn't have a printing press uh, like you had, or like the uh, I don't even yeah. know what to actually call them like the t-shirt press thing. Uh, I had like the fucking iron, and I'm like ironing those things <laughs> on. Yeah. Quality, absolute dog shit. But the, it was <laughs> the, the heart was there. Okay. <laughs> They weren't that bad, dude, for what it was. They weren't that bad. For like 10 bucks, I think. Yeah. Cost was 11. (laughs) (laughs) It was was a good time, though. Sometimes it's just about the message, though, when the money is secondary. (laughs) Right. Without uh, a doubt. When we tried it again, our second wave of merch back a couple of seasons ago, uh, we did, yeah, we found like this uh, website called Printful. And they give mm-hmm. you a bunch of different options. You get to open up. You're wearing the hat, store. right? Yeah, that's, that's the hat right here. I got uh, can't really fucking shop hoodie. Look at this guy. Yeah, I'm repping out here, and uh, yeah, much better quality. The only downfall to that is that kind of cuts into your actual um, the profit. Home, yeah, the profit down. because they take some of it for actually making it and sending it out and all that stuff. So in that sense, you have to make the prices more to kind of like even break even because if not if you don't make the prices more then you're actually losing money going through printful so there's definitely downfalls to those things yeah you're uh it's it's time it's weighing your time and your income at that point uh do you want do you want to save time and make less is basically what it comes down to but it's it's fun. It's it's rewarding to just have your stuff like the second. Like I'm right now I'm sitting in a room full of boxes of t-shirts and prints and it's cool. I I've always it's something that I've always wanted to do and then, you know, having nothing but time has has pushed me to do it and then actually having a message that means something to me has has made it all worthwhile and like learning to get back into art and drawing and you know because i i drew that that <laughs> <laughs> having to learn to draw it the, the file is actually terrible i've learned i've learned how to do way like way better work since then but that file is all ms paint i can't i can't edit that if i want to edit if i want to change anything about that image i have to redo the entire thing at least you're gonna get better drawing you know you better do what I guess. Huh? 
I say, do you make merch to order or do you just like stockpile up to when it's ready to go when it's ordered? I do pre-orders. So I'm going to do, I'm trying to figure out a pattern until I get my website set up. But I think the way that I want to, I know I'm, I'm going to be doing another pre-order here within the next couple of weeks. Um, I, I'm pretty trans, pretty up to date on like blasting it all over social media on because I have two Instagram accounts I have my personal one and I have my bad bones account and both of them will blast nothing but pre-order dates whenever they're out I like to have new merch for each one I don't like to double back so I did a run of these shirts specifically the gold and then I did a run of only hoodies and then I did a run of only black hoodies. And, Shit. And I wear I, black. That's what gonna, I do. It's going to be on the website. Just give it time. And I have a new design that I'm waiting to launch. I've been holding on to it. I'm super proud of it. I think it's freaking sick. And I'm probably going to launch that not this coming week, but the week after that while I'm recovering. It'll be my like first full week off of work so I can dedicate all of my time to getting those pre-orders in and it'll just be that run of that shirt. So these are kind of one-offs right now. And I would like to build all of that, like have like a, like a handful of designs out before, like by the time that I do my website, the website will have everything that I've already sold. If that makes sense. It does. I like the way you're doing it too, because right now, Um, they're kind of like limited runs, so somebody could be like, "Hey, I wanted that gold shirt." And you're like, "Well, that was that first run, and then so now that next time you have your pre-order, that person's going to want to jump on that one because they know it's only going to be around for X amount of weeks before you move on to the next, and so on mm-hmm. and so forth." So, and now I got to get the sweatpants when they come out. I'll make sure. Yeah. the sweatpants will make it on the website. It'll be. Uh, I'll name it after you. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh there we go. Lido sweatpants. My, my yeah. first sweatpants collection. That sounds like something I would we do. Hope. Right That'd be sick. I'm all on that. I got good. another so one sign, where it's like sweatpants. Can you sign my, one of my pairs? Of course. Okay. Talk about me or her? Both. I'll just leave like, like a meatball sub stain on it. That'll be my signature. It's okay. <laughs> Fine. I guess little, I can't wash Little it. kits of a meatball on the, on the hip. <laughs> Okay, I can dig it. <laughs> so, um, are the doctors saying that these next round of operations, where where is that going to put you as far as, I don't know if there's like a percentage rate. I guess, as I know it seems like it's probably like a wait and see type thing, but like, what's, what's your ultimatum, I guess, in the next six months to a year? Or do you not probably know that far? Um, so I put the marker at a year. Uh, this time next year, I should know whether or not the surgeries were successful. So right now I'm butting up to about, um, 10 months post-op from my first surgery. And this is, we're at the marker now where the surgery itself is healed, but now there's new issues, um, or related issues, I would say. So this is the revision on the right one. So right now you, you can, you can just solid say the right hip is the journey's not over for that one. 
then the left one, the the clock starts all over again and we wait a year. We work on it for a year and see how the bone healing is going, see if the scar the the screws present any issues themselves. Um, we watch to make sure that there's no labral issues, any soft tissue damages along the way. And it's just going to be a lot of physical therapy and a lot of just listening to my body and making sure that everything feels okay. Because one thing that people with this condition don't understand is the concept of being pain-free. And that's not something that I'm willing to compromise, which is why I'm in this position right now. A lot of people that I know that have had these surgeries are kind of like, oh yeah, it hurts every once in a while, but it's like, but it's not supposed to. So there's more things that need to be done. And so it's, it's really a toss up on like, what's good enough for me. And cause right, honestly, like at this point, like I probably could have gone without having this surgery coming up this week because I could say, yeah, it hurts sometimes, but like, it shouldn't. So we're going to keep going. So if that's the case with the left hip, then we, we just keep going. So it's, it's very much a wait and see, but it's going to be at least a year. Okay. Um, before I let these guys ask any last questions, how long have you known that you're cooler than Jay and Alex? I, Most of your life? Or like early? You know, I kind of figured it out post high school. Okay. So yeah, if, we're being, if we're being honest. But then Julian, Julian kind of surpassed me when he just came out with that gnarly ass mustache. This shit's wild. Yeah, it is something. Something else. I didn't know he had it in him. I, he looks I like he knew it either. But. He looks like a biplane pilot was married to a viking and they had a baby and that was that's who he is now every time i see him he looks more cartoonish than the last time and i he love like, it looks like every race in one it's wild he's oh there he is okay um okay i can't that's actually jay's mustache <laughs> <laughs> came floating through that's ron um he's got attachment issues He's so, also a ginger. That makes he, sense now. Yep. It's a little insecure. <laughs> I, I see the flicking to, of the tail. Yep. He's about to leap. Okay. I just wanted to make sure this isn't a this is an inexpensive desk, so I wanted to make sure nothing crazy happened. Mm. <laughs> Crushes it when he leaps off <laughs> it. <laughs> cool, dude. Yeah, thanks. But yeah, Julian, have you seen how curly his hair is now that it's grown out too? No, I haven't seen it in a while. Is it, is it wild? Yeah, it's like he's got some like spiral curled hair, which might not mean a whole lot to you, but to me, I'm just like, fuck me, right? <laughs> just he's getting all the good genetics. He's got a two functional hair. Sean, do they look like sweet fucking mustache? brothers? It's it, they, like, really they do. got the curly hair. They're just fucking burly ass dudes. Those two and my little brother. Willie, I'm always watching them, you know, posting their videos online. It's like, Jesus Christ, these guys are like, yeah, Aztec fucking warriors over here. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. Willie, I mean, he can't grow a stash quite like Jay, but he's he's putting something together, too. It's like, what, what are they doing over there on Main Street? I want to know where the stash came from because, I mean, you know as well as I do, that dude struggled to grow facial hair for years. He had like eight whiskers forever. <laughs> <laughs> he counted them before I watched him. In the in the mirror at Fitness for All, I seen it. 
Yeah, dude. It's pretty. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Point the beginning. I think you. He just brushed up against you one night, and <laughs> next day he's just he's growing out the fish hair. I don't know how that hasn't happened between us, man. I can't grow shit. I'm jealous. <laughs> I got my shit trimmed today. <laughs> yeah, but you're like Scott Calvin, man. That should be back here in a couple hours. Oh yeah, and I bet you tomorrow I'll have whiskers. I have to shave. <laughs> Actually, I doubt. But uh, Dylan, I don't know if you have any final questions. Oh, I, I, you guys pretty much covered it all. Like, I, I'm kind of inspired with like your dedication to the business. Um, I really do hope um, that. Well, you're, you're going to actually with all this extra time that you're going to have. Like, you're going to see the growth exponentially because of all your like time and dedication is going to be geared towards that now instead of having like a full time job on the side and all that kind of shit. Um, so I wish you the best and you definitely have TSP in your corner. Thank you. I appreciate it. Joe, you got any weird odd shit you want to fucking. Yeah. Add in? If they gave you the option to get robot legs, mm-hmm. what's the percentage <laughs> of you doing that? Like That's full hydraulics. Question. The system doesn't leak. I'd at least like, listen to, to the offer. I'd hear it out. Right. Yeah. I mean, like my, my, my major concern would be like, like if I'm like, is it gonna like major lock up if it malfunctions? Mm. I think it, it won't be AI powered, so you don't gotta worry about like hackers or anything. Yeah. I think you'll be all right. I'm you know just like I mean? picturing. I'm picturing it either becoming like, like a complete like paperweight, where like it doesn't mm. move at all, or it turns into like the Energizer Bunny, where it, Ooh, it you like kick a lot. Yeah, we'll randomly just like stomp a hole into the ground. You'll be able to power lift like twelve thousand pounds, probably. Yeah, would, would you yeah. still be able to qualify for those competitions with that? I mean, if it hasn't been brought up yet, then it's not in the rule. I mean, true. Certain competitions you can be on gear. Yeah, it's, it's, it would be covered in like that would be your gear. skin. That would yeah, be the most no. gear shit you literally. could ever do. <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> gears, bro. <laughs> yeah, first place, fifteen thousand pound lift. Yeah, right. I, think I, I would I would totally go full bionic if that was an option. If somebody was like, you could leave today pain free, but you're full bionic, I'd be like, bet. Sign me up. Yeah. What you colors do they able come to fly in? And shit too, to be honest. So. What colors? Yeah, like what they gave you options. RGB. RGB it would it. have to be yellow. Mm. I think I do carbon fiber so it looked faster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a carbon fiber paint. I mean, if it really wasn't carbon Panic fiber type shit. Yeah, I'd be cool looking. Just like a wrap job on it. Carbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd get like change it up. Like, oh, this is like a purpley chrome today. You know what I mean? But I'm also picturing go. like LEDs too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, with a setting on it, depending yep. on what you're doing. Like underglow. Maybe, maybe you could put some projectors in your kneecaps. That's what I'm thinking. That'd be cool. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and I would totally deck it out with stickers, like a bumper. Yeah. <laughs> hip joint looking like the Las Vegas sphere. <laughs> You know? well, that, dude, that sphere <laughs> sweet looking. Have you seen some of the shit they do? Yeah. Yeah. Impre- have you seen the inside of it? Oh yeah, it's incredible. Incredible. I want I want to turn my basement into that. <laughs> yeah. well, I got, I got do, a man. single projector, but yeah. I'm on my way. <laughs> All right. I got a couch and a projector oh, down there, oh. baby. Before we let you go, Monica, make sure you I want you to plug everything uh where people can um see the brand what you're building because it is uh definitely something pretty cool 
everyone loves a comeback story so i think we're all going to be following along and stuff but uh yeah plug the the socials for that um i don't know i, I know you, you kind of have a plan on when you're going to drop your next batch of merch how they can contact you for that stuff i'll put it all out in the ether yeah so the instagram page is at mighty.monk m-u-n-k and from there there is a tiktok linked as well that's just like more funny shit but also talks about the journey a little bit more extensively and the instagram account is going to be where the contact is for any pre-sales um and that's that's where I, that's where it's at right now. It's just it's very simple. Um, no way to miss me if you reach reach out to me on there. And even if anybody has questions about it, about when the pre sales are happening, um, probably get me to launch it a little bit sooner. <laughs> so that's where that's where I'll be. All right. Well, uh, we definitely appreciate you coming on. Like I said, um, we're we're rooting for you. I hope everything goes well next week. And hopefully recovery, you know, starts to uh, clock in and shit starts forming where it's supposed to. And you're back doing your thing next year. Um, we definitely hope uh, it goes smooth. So uh, we appreciate it. We yeah. will uh, we'll be in touch. And definitely um, when I'm looking forward, like I said, I'm looking forward to the mattress collection, sweatpants. I'll definitely get at least. I got some ideas for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving them till we're done recording. Well- Okay. Reach out, send me references. I got you. No, it hey. was it was good to see you guys. It was good to t- chat. It's been a long time. Um, yeah, I really I really appreciate you guys. Hundred percent. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk offline. Like I said, Joe, he's got all kinds of ideas. A lot of them are going to be fucking weird, but some are going to be oh, fire yeah, for sure. No, that's yeah. But uh, we will uh, we'll holler at you offline and um, sit down online. Sounds good luck good. with everything. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you. Take care. All right. Um, hell of a story there, guys. Crazy. Um, that's uh, more milk. I love that family. Those guys. Uh, Julian, loud ass fucking Alex, and uh, you know Monica. (laughs) Dude, Alex is probably part of the reason she had to get surgery. Fucking scream one time, probably knocked her shit out of place. (laughs) He is constantly yelling. His voice yep. is at 11 all the time. I appreciate it, but because I have a hard time hearing and I can always hear Alex. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Jay. Majestic fucking mustache. She is right. And you're right. I, I don't know where it, where it came from because, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, good for him, man, because it's it's something, something mystifying. Have you ever seen it, Dylan, in person? Yes. I don't know if you have. Okay. Yeah, if he had it at the last. He uh, should be in uh, at the turkey fry. Yeah, he should be in in the house. Can't wait to see him. Can't wait. Um, and he'll be flat. And I don't know. Maybe he'll be able to touch it. Who knows? I don't know. If he's gonna fly in on a, in a hot air balloon with post Malone braids. That's what he's gonna do. Fucking dude has handlebars for a mustache, man. It's impressive. Yeah, he's an, an just an, an impressive uh, species. Dude, I don't know how he can rock him though, that big. I can't stand it. Being like, oh, well, my lip a little it, bit. When you didn't have it, fuck. All right, all right. Yeah, I've had mine for a long time. <laughs> it's just, it I gets mean, over my lip. Point, and pissing me off. I mean, I would have shit down to my fucking ankles. I live. I would live with that happily. <laughs> right. For my, oh, I mean, my like fucking that, day. It was a very, very impressive uh, story. It had all the olds, all the 
inspirational and it was motivational you know it was was, oh god here we fucking go with this guy (laughs) i'm being i'm trying to be sincere here i'm not making i appreciate it you are right but no no dylan effects here i'm just like i i knew of the story and stuff i'd been following along online i was you know that's why i asked her come on to you know show some support and stuff but I mean, seeing the X-rays and shit, like that was wild, dude. That looks like it's fucking nuts. I mean, holy fuck! Like that, I've never seen a screw that big. She had gutter nails in her fucking hip, bro. It was like the BBC of of screws. (laughs) I'm sure she would appreciate that. (laughs) It's crazy. You got the BBC of screws (laughs) in your hip. What the fuck? It is. I mean, it's 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 gigantic, but it is crazy. After all that work, it's just that one little piece. We'll fuck you up. So hopefully they can get in yeah. there and finally get that shit uh, taken care of. Because I mean, I mean, we know. Shout out to our guy P Dot. You know, over at two eleven, dude. I mean, look at the way he was fucking moving around. I still don't know if he ever got any kind of replacement. I hope so. Shit, you needed it walking on that concrete tile floor Being for thirty years. For, yeah, twelve hours a day. Yeah. <clears throat> Poor guy. But, uh, let's let's uh let's get into this mill, baby. Fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm not the fucking nerd over here with the goddamn custom fucking. What do you have? The Game Boy? Oh, my Switch. Oh, oh I'm a nerd. I have my, my wall of Gundam models surrounded by my computer parts. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna, after the show, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear apart my computer and put a new power supply motherboard in it. Immediately. Every time I hear the word nerd, I definitely think of the time I was in junior high, okay? And the bathroom was up there by the lockers. This kid was trying to get into his locker, like doing the combination lock. They had to be friends, and there's no fucking way they're not. But the dude (laughs) comes out of the bathroom, makes a beeline to the guy to in the combination lock, shoves him in the locker, and it makes a loud commotion. Shoves him in the locker and says, nerd, and runs off. I don't know if that's what I would do to my friends, but all right. There's no way that was not. That was way too like Hollywood bully scene, like not to be like like out of a movie. Yeah, it was out of a movie. But I digress. We're in the mill now, baby, and uh, it's gonna be a quick one. It's gonna be a nice little quickie, and we're gonna go right off the top with some pop culture news uh, that I got wind of today actually that Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker officially have uh, welcomed in their new baby boy Rocky 13 Barker well congratulations the to them and a little tidbit of run that name back yeah. Rocky 13 Barker I believe is the name Rocky Rocky 13 the number yeah I don't know if there's any association. I don't know what that means. I mean, Rocky Barker's pretty all right, but what are they? I don't know why they're trying to get all Elon Musk here with it. Hey, it could be way worse, like Elon Musk X E Q Z Z five. 
Loves the letter yeah. X, that's for sure. His 40th kid. I don't know. <laughs> He's got uh, his other got a son named Landon and a daughter named Alabama. So. I don't know what their middle names are, though. 11 and 12? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Alabama. Maybe 13's association was something between them two. Maybe it's... Uh, Maybe even I misread it, but I know for sure it's Rocky. So Rocky B, welcome to the world. Put on your seatbelt. It's gonna be it will be a fun ride, especially in that fucking world of Kardashians. And the you already have what? Um, Was it North, North, Northwest? I believe is Kim's daughter. Mm -hmm. uh, she's already on a cover of a magazine at ten years old. So life's gonna come at you fast. So, I mean, but anyways, congratulations to them. And I actually found out that when Courtney told Travis, it was at a Blink-182 concert, and she held up that sign saying, Travis, pregnant. I didn't know that was actually part of their music video from all the small things. There's I didn't either. That's, that, that's from, like, Got to be twenty years ago. You, you know who would yeah, know that? More. Mustache man. True, but but yeah, it's very. It, it happens like for like a split second towards the end of that music video, uh, but they're you're, you know they're playing their music in front of like this little crowd, and there's a sign the chicks holding up. I do remember that now. Yeah, so it's actually kind of cool when you think of it that way that she kind of brought back the past and made it his reality, in a sense. So. Congratulations to them, Rocky B, Kardashians, and Barkers of the world. And then in other news, we're going to go into entertainment, but a different type of entertainment. We're going to go with WWE. With just eight matches into his WWE career, the beloved Logan Paul has become U.S. champion of the world. And he has hardware to prove it just eight matches in. Bobby, what are your opinions as our WWE affiliate? Well, as a Cleveland sports fan, it's it's great to have yet another championship brought back to the land. Shout out to Logan. Uh, he beat uh, future Hall – well, I think maybe he's a – no, he is a Hall of Famer already. Uh, Rey Mysterio to do it. Uh, today they were uh, at Crown Jewel uh, over there um, at Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. So that pay-per-view was on at like – noon which is awesome so i was able to kind of catch that while uh the bucks game was on and stuff so always enjoy when you can catch a ufc or a wwe event in the middle of the day on a saturday it's awesome but uh dude i mean say what you want to say about him the boxing shits whatever but when it comes to like wrestling like he can fucking go at it he's been incredible so far um he's really getting a lot better on the mic and like he's obviously very well suited as a as a heel because most people when you come out there just fucking hate the guy. So he plays it up. And it's awesome. But as far as in ring goes, like he's one he's honestly one of the best going today, which is pretty wild to say because like you said, he's only wrestled eight times, but he's extremely athletic and some of the moves he can do is like with you know, like the top tier guys. So it's pretty awesome that um he's US champ. It'll be interesting to see um how they navigate going forward because he's not a full time um, you know, superstar, but, um, I, you know, it'll obviously be good for them and him. Cause you know, he's always, I'm, you know, plugging uh prime and stuff. So I'm sure that prime and WWE will probably have some kind of like limited time 
flavor, you know, or something that they'll push out. So as far as like marketing shit goes, this is going to work out very well for both parties. But yeah, man, um, pretty exciting shit. When do you, is Pat McAfee still in the WWE or is that just a short term thing? No, um, he was a SmackDown announcer for a while and then he signed to do um, college game day. And it's just, he said it was just way too much travel and he, he hasn't really, he, he'll, he'll do like some sporadic appearances. Like they were in Indianapolis um, or maybe like a month ago and he showed up and The Rock showed up. It was pretty sick. It was a SmackDown and uh, he'll show up sporadically and stuff. But uh, he's no, he's not. Uh, he's not around too too often anymore. I won't be surprised if he like randomly because they usually do for those Royal Rumbles. They'll have like those like surprise entries. So he might show up to a Royal Rumble. I bet one of these times. Yeah, that's coming up. And uh, in other news, we do have uh, inflation is upon us. The prices are being raised. This particular fellow. Is it being raised to a point where you have to steal from a Wendy's? Uh, we have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have um, a little TikTok here that I'll pull up of a man and his ways of getting condiments. Now that the prices are amok, shit is getting way too expensive. What I do is I bring my old ketchup bottle and I refill it right here, and then I restock on a bunch of shot glasses. And all this stuff is all free. Take all the napkins. Only at Wendy's. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do, man. You know what I mean? Times are tough. A little more tougher for this guy. I mean, so. that pump that pump machine takes forever just to fill out one of them fucking little shot cups he's talking about. I can't imagine filling a whole fucking ketchup bottle yeah, with that. Jesus. <laughs> he's fucking but, there for dude, he's gotta do what he gotta plus do. minutes. He must go through a shit ton of ketchup. I mean, a goddamn. I mean. We go through groceries at this house, but at least the ketchup bottle lasts three, four weeks. But I don't know. You must put that shit on everything. But yeah, I seen that TikTok and I thought it was fucking funny, man. The people, yeah, we're, people are, are uh, you know, in the midst of the stretch right now, doing what they got to do. Goddamn ketchup, though. What? That's his money maker or money saver. That's yeah, it's fucking wild. I mean, there's people out there like I mean, I'm. I'm pretty much with one of those people that they just go shopping and don't even look at a price tag. They just grab. They're like, I need it. I'll buy it. Like, Congratulations on your success. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I, looking heavily. Yeah. I'm not too crazy at like, you this know, box doesn't even have a fucking logo on it. Okay. It's 40 cents. Sick. Or in there. Enriched pasta. Fine. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Pastas and quotations, whatever. Cheese <laughs> product. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, dude? But yeah, it's good. It's all good. And uh, I, for one, use a little bit of coupons here and there with M perks and such. And you know, for a family of four and getting groceries under two hundred bucks from time to time, I think that's a pretty damn good. Under two hundred. Under two hundred. How? Well, you know, like my girls are. Still little, and uh, they probably eat half of what a normal person would eat. So they split. So it's I'm basically buying for three people, and they split like the portion size of one person, and they've hardly ever eat that half the time. So, and then, you know, you just you get those deals on Sundays where you buying buying chicken, pork chops. You usually get those like buy one get one half off packs and all that shit. So we pretty much eat like the same shit. 
Kroger's I just balls. I, Kroger's been the spot, man. I, I don't know. I look at both mm-hmm. ads every week, and I just I never see Meyer really just doesn't ever have any major sales. I mean, they, obviously they've done away with the ten for ten for like the last three four years. That was kind of like their you know their bread and butter for a while. Now it's what seven for seven or some shit. Seven for seven, but, five. Jeez. Bullshit. So ten for ten. I mean, even amongst like our us who we were working there, everyone was all excited. Hey, man, fucking ten for ten week. Yeah, I could feed when myself. You're making two hundred bucks. I used to, I used to ball out. I had like fucking six dollars on a Tuesday. Fucking payday still two days away. I'm like sick. Fucking ten for ten week. I'm gonna get fucking three two liters, a couple bags of bugles, chicken sandwiches. I'm set, baby. Yeah, my diet was so shit back then when I worked at two eleven. It was. Yeah. Wild. I remember buying because yeah, you need money to eat decent. Yeah, we didn't have you eat, that, so you ate you shit. eat fucking fantastically on payday, and then that's where it all it goes downhill. Yeah, before they remodeled it back in that corner over there where the deli was, and the, they had like that little break area, like the neat. But uh, yeah, I'd buy a pack of poonchkis. I'd fucking gobble those down. <laughs> the you one of the, the other Christ. fucking key parts. Of working in media other than just pretty much everything else was when Jimmy John's would come through with the fucking free samples or whatever the fuck. We're going back there, man, and I'm taking about five or six of them bitches <laughs> and I'm bringing them back with me before I'm anyone else knows. What the I'll trade around. you my Italian and for your they do it like once ham, a month, yeah. dude. And they'd fucking leave like I don't know thirty or forty of these <laughs> little two inch subs. I'm like, sweet. Well, there's lunch. <laughs> you got yeah. Take advantage of that. that that's what that wraps it up for the mill, baby. Okay. Well, let's get into. Well, last week I don't I don't know where we're at right now. I'm gonna let you explain because last week we've seen a tombstone, but you're saying your hands are kind of tied, so I don't know what to call this next segment. So I'll let you take the lead. You know, looking at the props, like we record on Saturday nights or even on like a Sunday morning, like props. They just don't show up until like usually the day of the game. So unless I'm like betting on game lines, which are very inconsistent, unless you're like, I mean, I can't really, I just really have like a good feeling or something and you're not getting good value. And like, well, that's what I want to do here. Like I usually don't do props that are uh, worth better value than like minus 114 because it's like, if I like say, hey, this is a lock at like minus 10,000, you know, bet on it. It's like, no, I mean, you can tail it, but the, the reward isn't there. So I'm trying to find these props here or games or whatever, but I just, they don't have any props. So unfortunately can't do any Sunday games because these episodes don't release until Monday morning. So by the time that it's already out, then it's like the time's already passed, like the bet already hit or missed or whatever the case is by the time you're listening to it, um, unless we record it. And then I post it the day of, but then it would be kind of pointless anyways, unless like the episode is more of like a a record of sorts of me putting that out there. But yeah, long story short, hands are going to be just tied regardless on either Monday night football or I luck out on another sport that's on Monday, you know, like NBA or something like that. But so it's back from the dead, baby. No, I'm still calling it the lock of the week. Oh, okay. Because right? you never know. It can, it's not just going to be Monday Night Football. I still, it, It's probably going to be Monday Night Football more times than not because of what I just explained because they have props out for the NFL before anything else. And then, uh, 
But there's times that there's going to be NBA games that are on Mondays that hopefully the lines are out by then, by Saturday night. But it's tough to say because they don't, like for the NBA right now, they don't have any lines out for Monday. And we're already recording. So it's like I got to do like research and all that kind of shit. So nine times out of ten, it's probably going to be a Monday night football game, unfortunately. But good news is we cashed our last bet last week with ease. No sweater D low dub with uh what is his fucking name? Garoppolo. JG. Not not uh not good there. Got his uh whole front office fired because he sucks eggs. And uh yeah, he was under that two fifty six and a half and the line moved down to two fifty three and I was like, Hey guys, guys, it moved. Better value at minus one ten, I'd still take it. I'll still take it. And I hope you did. And I know our buddy Nate did. And he cashed in with D-Lo and got a D-Lo dub last week. So uh, more D-Lo dubs to come. We're only getting started. I prefer the D-Lo flubs. Way more entertaining for me. I'm sure they are. but uh, There's a lot, lot more to work with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got something new this week. I guess it's more of like a... A wait, wait, wait. Are you not going to play, play the thing, man? Come on. That okay. It's time for the D-Lo Lock of the Week. That's right, baby. We every burn time. money here. We burn money here every week. But not last yes, week. Uh, we're hoping to start stacking these dubs. And uh, this week we got a uh, more of a parlay, a two-leg parlay. I feel pretty confident in. This is going to be for Monday Night Football. Um, I feel very confident in these uh, two picks here. And that's going to be Austin Eckler is going to get a 225-plus yards receiving. And then Garrett Wilson, 50-plus yards uh, receiving there. Eckler has averaged 44.3 receiving yards per game, and Wilson has averaged 67 yards per game. Uh, this is going to come at plus 112. So this is a nice little, uh, I guess. I forgot to remove it. last week's shit on there. Yeah, it looks like the transparency kind of fucked up on that, but hey, hopefully the bet <laughs> doesn't fuck up. So it don't matter. And uh, we're going we're gonna to hit this one, and we're going to double our money. So that, that's what we got here this week. All right. I just seen a nice uh, weekly special, I think, with, with those guys. Let me see. I might fuck with it, too. Um, of course, I closed the app. Uh, my fault. But I think what I was telling you earlier, too, is you you do a Monday thing on here just so you have a player already ready to go, and then we re- when we release the episode, you can drop one for whatever game falls on that day, basketball, et cetera. Yeah, just on the socials? Uh, see what... Yeah, you know, just so you can kind of switch up a little bit. But they got a uh, weekly special here, Garrett Wilson and uh, Austin Eckler to combine for 150-plus receiving at plus 200. So um, I kind of like that. I do like that, too. I do like but that. We'll too. see. Um, right now, my full focus is on the Southpaw long dick ladder. So I keep that rolling, baby. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm I'm at the... And I seen I seen uh, James text me in the midst of the the 
pod looks like the cos ladder hit so congratulations to you guys at tail on oh, yeah. to uh, day three for you guys right it was day three so on to day four so day four all right so we're, at, we're, on, we're on the same uh and he said he's taking a break for tomorrow the long dick ladder we we go every night rain rain shine or snow hey rain sleet or snow we're like the mailman i'll tail it i'll tail it if you're confident in it <sighs> Do what the fuck does that mean, Bobby? Huh? Fuck does we're on that day mean? four of the fucking. You're not a South Pole. You're a North Pole. Ambidextrous. You're a North. You're a North Pole short dick. We're a long. You know, I'm South Pole long dick ladder. Juicing alive. Oh. That's all right. And That's Joe, all right. can you believe Joe tomorrow? He's not going to spend his whole day watching football again. That's What's insane. That guy? How do you fucking breathe? I wish we would have got. I don't know. Did we? I don't think we did. No. I wish we would have got that reaction. That's the shit. I oh. wish we would have caught. That was a fucking oh, he's, reaction. He's mind blown that I don't give a fuck about sports. What? Yeah, you were you were I fucked up when week, I said dude, that. I said that last week. I'm driving home, rushing home from the gym so I can make kickoff, and there's someone mowing their lawn. Like, dude, the game's about to be on. Like, what are you doing? You're like two strips in. Like, you just they might have been a Detroit fan. Detroit didn't play till Monday. Nah, no Detroit fans. He's probably fortunate enough not to root for the fucking clowns. You watch your fucking mouth when you're talking about. I can talk it, dude. I've been a fan longer than you have, so I can say what the fuck I want. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, born in '95, Browns fan since '94. Okay, well, I got about six years on you. I was fucking born in the Heights with the Kelseys. I don't care if you were born in fucking Cleveland Stadium. I'm older than you. (laughs) <laughs> the math's not mathing in his head i can see it yeah i had a jersey and helmet before man <clears throat> i went to two games before oh and more than that we'll three see, we'll see what the fuck happens tomorrow. i don't i don't really want to talk about it but they better fucking it's, win that's all i know because the steelers okay. just they can never lose they just Dude, is it, aren't they just Someone's the most overachieving fucking team ever to exist? It's they're not good. They get saved by their defense, having the fucking ball bounce their way or thrown right culture, through. Culture, man. The it's culture. Incredible. It's the uniform, isn't it? Could also be true, but uh, all about I don't want you to go on a tangent here because we'll be here for another two hours. I'm gonna get you wrap it thing. up. <laughs> Whoa! What a psychopath! Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, can end it. Um that will put a cap on another fantastic episode. Again, shout out to Monica Guzman for hopping on with us. Um really cool, inspiring story. You know, like we already said. Uh definitely make sure you're following her on all the socials. Get at us if you need uh directions to, you know at, at uh, how to get a hold of her for merch. Make sure you support it's a great cause and uh it's just cool shit. And um we'll uh we'll definitely keep uh tabs on that and let you guys know how things are going along the way. Uh and again, I you might as well shout out Julian's mustache one more time because I think it's worth it. Absolutely. Uh one of a kind. God damn it. And uh with that, D you know what time it is, baby. As always, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. Be sure if you do enjoy this episode and this podcast in general, 
be sure to smash that subscribe button. Follow, like, subscribe. Um, Skull fuck the like button. You know what I mean? Skull fuck it to smithereens. I know? haven't heard that in a while. Here we go. You know, <laughs> smash the subscribe button. Absolutely. But get the fucking like button to skull fuck, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, show, show, show the button who's boss. You know, who wears the fucking Yeah, pants. face fuck it. Let's go. Absolutely. fucking lutely. Woo! But with that all being said, thanks again to everyone who has tuned in, who has skull fucked the subscribe button. And uh, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Friends. Family. Thank <laughs> you.